Welcome to Par for the Discourse, a show that sounds like it's about golf, but is really the podcast where I learn the stories behind some of your favorite athletes. As always, I'm your host, MG Cease. This week's guest is Tara Katz, a women's soccer player at the University of Tennessee. Tara and I get into her insane schedule in high school, her eagle impression, her breakfast tendencies, sibling rivalries, and more. Tara and I have known each other from elementary and high school, so like Keith, it was great to catch up with her. Since recording this interview, Tara has finished her sophomore year at the University of Tennessee. She is now partially through her junior season at Tennessee and recorded her first goal of the season a few weeks ago in a 4-0 victory. She and the Volunteers will start SEC play this Friday, September 17th. So, here's Tara. RT. <laughs> um, so let's start way back at the beginning. You are from Montgomery. You're the youngest of four siblings. They're all, you know, pretty intense in their passions and successful in them. You had two older sisters who went to school to play soccer. So, you know, how did growing up watching your sisters get recruited to go play and your brother go off and be successful kind of affect your mentality or drive to play in college and also what's it like to be the youngest sibling because I can't relate (laughs) um it definitely affected my mindset going forward I honestly just having the the role models that I have my whole life has kind of made me the person that I am I mean there's there's pros and cons because I think I am now the type of person that compares myself to like other people and what their achievements are. And, um, I don't know. It's definitely a good thing and it has its downsides though, because I, I'm like, well, I'm not as smart enough. Well, I, my, I'm not as fast enough as my sisters, but I think overall that I think they helped me like become the player that I am today, whether they like realized it or not. So, Mm -hmm. So was that like through a bunch of backyard games? Like, you know, what that looked like? Um, yeah, that. And just, I mean, we would play around and stuff. And Brenna and I, like, since we're close friends, it's kind of hard because Aaron's like seven years older than me or like six years older than me. But um, just in anything that we would do, we were, Brenna and I were so competitive. Just, it was just sometimes bad how competitive we were. And so I guess that kind of drove me to be, you know, work even harder at soccer and want to be better than where my sisters were already at. And so, yeah. What's the most out of hand competitive instance that happened? Like, were there any, are we talking like broken bones, like bloodshed? Are we just talking about like, you know, more of a mental type of thing. Well, I guess this might be like for later, but, um, I will, I do remember when I played with Brenna in on high, on the high school team, I think it was like tryouts and 
she had just come from like the basketball team, like because of the practice and the tryouts. Just I don't know. And there was one time, I think we like both went for a ball, and I'm just like, I wanted it, and I just straight up just I just clocked her. Like I didn't even go for the ball. Like because, yeah, and she was mad. Like she probably doesn't remember it, but. I remember that really bad because she started, she like screamed right after because I thought I actually hurt her and like, whoo, I remember that though. Okay. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, so break down the age gaps for me. Ooh. Let me ask my sister how old Xander is because I have no idea. Um. He, I think Xander is like eight years older than me, and Aaron must be six or seven because there's only like like a two year, mm-hmm. and then Brenna's four years older than me. Okay. So yeah, Lady yeah. and I are four years apart. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. So, all right, you committed to Tennessee when you were like fifteen or sixteen, right? Yes, I was a sophomore, like the middle of sophomore year, I think. Wait, no, or the beginning of junior. I have somewhere no idea. There. Yeah, somewhere around there. So what did that process look like? Like, good, but, like, just so stressful and terrible. They, like, start to recruit you. I got my first, like, just letter or, you know, hey, come, like, come to our school. Um, we watched you play. Um, when I was – the end of eighth grade, ninth, beginning of ninth grade. I just think that's crazy because I don't even know what I want at that point. Yeah. So you're and like, then, what, 14 at that point? That's wild. Yeah. No, they, yeah, it's bad. I think personally that they shouldn't recruit until a little bit later when like teenagers know what they want. But mm-hmm. because I, like, I did not even, I don't even think my reasoning for committing to Tennessee was like the best reasoning ever. But, Um, well, anyways, the process, I was, you know, doing really well, um, with my club team, ECNL, Alabama FC. And Mm -hmm. that was like my, like at ninth grade, I was like thriving and coaches were looking at me. And then I got, uh, what's it called? I had a fracture in my back, my L2, L3 or whatever. And I was out for six months, and so I missed the whole, like, I think 10th grade season of my club team. And, like, that's what matters. High school doesn't, like, coaches don't really look at high school games. So that was so hard because no coach, like, a lot of my teammates had already committed at that point. And, like, it was just – it was sucky. But then I just kept trying to show myself at showcases and – I went to this tournament and I had like the fattest ankle. Like I had twisted it so badly and I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to try to play on this. And that's when I think the Auburn coach and the Tennessee coach were there and they like, they like weren't that interested when they saw me. But then I kept trying to prove to like the SEC coaches that I promise I am good. I have just been injured. Mm -hmm. And the Tennessee coach like, all right, yeah, I believe you. And he saw me at a regional event, which is, have you heard of ODP? Yeah. That I, I had made the region team. And so I went to like Boca Raton, Florida. Okay. Florida. And 
that's the first place that my Tennessee coach had seen me play. And I was playing outside back. So this is after the injuries. Yep. Okay. So this is post PT, all that. Yeah. Okay. So you said that, you know, you're trying to prove to the SEC coaches, you know, like what were you looking for in a school? Were you looking at any division outside of the SEC? When I, when the process first started, I was like, well, I don't really care. I just want to get out of Alabama, like just anywhere out of Alabama. So I was open to anything. If it was a good college soccer school, the program was good, then I was willing to look there. But I think deep down, I've always wanted to be in the SEC. So that was like my first choice. So, you know, other than just the Tennessee coach showing interest in you, you know, like how do you decide on Tennessee? What, what did you like about them? I really liked the campus, the facility, and the teammates that I met. They mm-hmm. were, all, like, super nice, and uh, they they knew how to have fun, too. That was, like, a big thing, as I noticed that even though they're soccer 24-7, when they get the moment to just, like, you know, go out and have fun, they did do that, and... The coaches were – they. the coaches just – I really liked – a big thing was the style of play they had. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot in the SEC, it's – it can be quite, like, just go, go, go. But they like to possess, or we like to possess and go forward mm-hmm. with the ball. And there's many other things. I feel like I could just keep talking, but <laughs> just off. Okay, well, so while you're in the recruiting process, you are, you know – being a multi-sport athlete at Montgomery Academy and a state champion, which I'm definitely talking about your cross-country state championship. I'm kidding. I mean, that is <laughs> super impressive. But I'm really talking about, didn't you win the state championship like three times with MA for soccer? Yeah. Um, I have one. Actually, I have one track. I have one cross-country. Mm-hmm. I think it's three or four for the soccer. I like how you don't – you've got so many you don't even know. So, your your last season alone, you netted 66 goals. You got 28 assists. And you had quite a bit of recognition. So, I'm just going to read off the stuff because there's no way I can remember all of it. Okay. 2018-2019 Gatorade Player of the Year in Alabama. Ranked as the number 10 player overall in the South Region by top drawer. Uh, four-time – yeah, four-time state champion, tacking midfielder. Named state tournament MVP three years out of four. You scored 225 goals in four years. Earned All-Metro Player of the Year. Competed in an international tournament in Costa Rica. And then you played basketball, ran cross-country and track. And you had a 5K PR of 1846. That's wild, Tara. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, you – you went off in high school. So, like, tell, tell me about that experience. Like, how did you balance all that? You know, what motivated you? How did you, how'd you manage all that? Hmm. No one's ever really asked that question before. Um, I'm not going to lie. It was pretty hard because I noticed there was a certain time when in high school, your friends, sounds terrible to, like, mention this, but it's a big factor. Like, your friends decide to go out and they want to have fun. And 
I like didn't allow myself to do that until like, you know, junior year kind of, and then senior year, obviously I was like, well, you know, whatever. But I told myself, you know, I want to, my priorities are school and sports. So as long as I'm making A's and really high A's, because I was just, that was me. Um, I need to thrive in soccer and like, might as well push myself in every other sport because that's what makes me better in soccer. So it's kind of really how that went. And I was kept pretty good at running, I guess. So, <laughs> And that's really interesting. So how, how do you think that each sport like helped you with your soccer? Was it like well, in the weight room? Was it tactics that you had to use on the court, on the track? Like, you know, yeah. Mentality based. Uh, for, for cross country, obviously running, just being able to have more stamina than anybody else on the field is quite nice to just have that under your belt. But um, in track, it was also just running. So I liked that, how that helped with cross country and then also running in soccer. And then for basketball, my main thing was um, I loved playing defense in basketball. That was the only thing I liked about basketball. I hated basketball, but I liked playing defense and like, Going up against their quite like quick point guards, everyone that we played against, my defense was like super good. So like my quick speed like that helped me in soccer more than I think I realized because now mm-hmm. I'm playing like now I'm a defender in soccer, and so I'm even better than I imagined I'd be at defending in soccer. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, we're definitely gonna definitely going to touch on that in a minute but so on top of all the stuff that you were doing just in Montgomery Academy you kind of already mentioned it but you're playing for Alabama FC and then you know before that the Montgomery Capital City Streets so did any of that overlap or you know when did the switch from Montgomery to Alabama FC through um, Birmingham happen? I played in Streaks on streaks. Mm, ninth, no, eighth grade. And then I switched to, you can become a, I don't know, I forgot what it's called, but it's a te- like a discovery player. I was okay. a discovery player for Alabama FC, and that means I can train in Montgomery so that I wouldn't have to travel to Birmingham mm-hmm. and then like just play with them and tournaments and every game on weekends because that would be traveling anyways. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was that for a year ish and a half, and then I finally was like, "Well, the soccer in Montgomery is not really making me that much better, so I need to go full full time in Birmingham." So that was probably ninth grade, ninth grade, tenth, yeah, all of high school. Mm-hmm. And the overlap was cross country with with my club team and that is what I would do that you're gonna like you're gonna be like wow I would do cross country and that and then I'd also like when I could get the chance I had the chance I would do crossfit with my older sisters and so that's why I got a stress fracture right back because it was literally just from overuse mm-hmm. and finally realized I had to quit a sport and so I did that what'd you drop the Cross country. Okay. And then I, well, and some CrossFit, but, and then basketball overlapped a little bit with like high school soccer. So I eventually quit that too. 
Mm-hmm. So when you were, when you switched over full time to playing in Birmingham, you know, how often were you traveling from Montgomery to Birmingham for practices and stuff? It was about two times a week. I mean, I think sometimes, sometimes three because Wednesdays were like optional, but I wanted to go anyways. Mm-hmm. And I would have my uncle drive me every time. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, how did switching to Birmingham, playing on that club team, kind of develop your playing style or mentality before you started in college? Like, how did that prepare you beyond just having scouts see you? Oh, yeah. It's like a whole other level of soccer, the comparison between high school and club. And... I mean, that's basically the main thing that prepared me. I think high school gave me my confidence and then club, you know, made me like focus more on skill and like the actual game of soccer. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Were you playing it outside back for LMFC or were you, were you still an attacking mid? I was an attacking mid. And okay. sometimes, sometimes they would throw me out outside back. Just, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think cause my defense is really good. So they would, when we would go against like a top player, I'd sometimes go there. They throw you out there. Okay. Well, so you're an attacking mid at Montgomery Academy, and then more or less for uh, your club team, and you're you're listed as a midfielder for Tennessee. But you mentioned it earlier, and I kind of noticed it keeping up with SEC soccer this season. You're you're mostly playing that outside back position for. Tennessee so you know tell me a little about that how did what brought that on how that transition go uh it's funny because that's actually where my my when we first so my best friend actually her name's Maria she's my best friend one of my best friends obviously and she has she tore her ACL at the end of last year's season so she's just like in recovery this whole summer and finally was back playing with the team at the beginning of this season and she has been the left back last year and I'm sure she like they were looking at playing her there this year but she tore ACL again and so there we have I mean we there was a backup that had potential to play there but I don't think that's exactly what they were looking for and so I remember I had like a hurt hamstring and my coach like pulled me over and was like are you being honest about your, your injury? I was like, well, yeah, like, I'm fine now. It feels okay. And he was like, no, like, are you being for real? Because we had our next game, the, we had our first game that upcoming weekend. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm being honest. He was like, well, are you sure? It's like, yes. Okay. Like I'm fine. And then he's like, well, we we're going to really need you. And so that's when I realized that he was really looking at putting me as outside back and, you know, that's a lot of running. It's a lot of stress. So you want to make sure I was okay to do it. And I was, and I'm sure I think they liked, they liked me there. So, yeah. Yeah. So that transition went pretty smoothly, just kind of based on you played the position before and everything. Yeah. There was no, like, you know, just being on the field, it, no matter mm-hmm. where it is, I'm going to, you know, give it my best. Yeah. Well, so obviously your freshman year was just a bit disrupted. Um, you know, 
especially the spring season, you know, how did that feel and how did that affect you at all coming into this season? You know, what was, what was your mentality and the team's mentality coming into the fall season? You mean with COVID and everything? Yeah. Um, um, I think, you know, we were a little upset just because soccer is already, I guess, a big load on our schedules. And then, you know, I feel like everybody needs time off where they can just do whatever and, you know, hang out with friends. But it's like really quickly hit us that we will not be able to do any of that. And it'll be like we have our teammates and that's that's going to be the rest of the season. And when we we locked down, we realized that, you know, we were like really good this year and we have potential to do great things that we need to not put ourselves at risk. So it was like we all were we're all in. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, that paid off. Uh, Y'all had a quarterfinal appearance at the SEC tournament. uh, And prior to that, Tennessee had clinched the SEC East. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, you had a pretty impressive season. You started five games. You uh, saved eight goal-scoring attempts, more than doubled your minutes playing from freshman year. How are you feeling about your performance overall this season? I'm happy, but I'm not – satisfied you know I want to be I want to do more like just because you know I get more numbers doesn't mean that's how like how I wanted my numbers to you know how I played during those numbers I think I did my job where it was like you know don't let them score but I'm going to be a threat on all forces like up and down the field like defensively and attacking so I want to get better even better yeah. So what are your expectations and goals for the team and for yourself next season slash the spring? I think, well, I think for me, I need to be better technically. Um, my touching, my passing, and then building up confidence that will allow me to go forward and tack with the ball and not be afraid to just lose it if that happens, but also, you know, keeping up with my defensive skills. I think my 1v1 defending is really good, so I want to keep that. And then that just kind of leads into I want, like, everyone to be an attacking player, and I want us to score more goals and win as much as we can. I think – I just really want to – I don't know. It's hard because we have, like, half a season Mm -hmm. in the spring. So, I guess make it to the NCAA tournament is, like, a readable goal or, like, what's that word? Reachable. Attainable. Or, like – Reasonable. Yeah. Or it's, like, you can see it. It's, like, a goal that you can – like, you can check. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I – what is it? I know what you're talking about. What's the word for that? I don't know. Possible? Yeah, I guess. That. <laughs> it's early. Um, okay, well, so short term goals, we kind of just went over. What are your like long term soccer goals? Like, you know, where do, where is it, where do you want it to take you and how are you going to get there? Well, I've thought about wanting to go pro 
like, you know, overseas or something and take a gap year from school. I mean, from like heading into the real world, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so that's a potential option, but mainly just want to learn and build character from playing soccer and, you know, be the best player that I can be. See where that takes me. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, to end, we're going to do a lightning round, like quick questions. Ah, Okay. (laughs) Okay. What's your hidden talent? I can make an eagle call noise with my throat mouth. Can you do it? It's too loud. Like it will, my mom (laughs) will be like, somebody's dying in here. (laughs) How did you find that you could do that? Um, before cross country meets, like Maggie Chambers used to run out and like make an eagle call noise. And I tried to do the same thing. And it was like a huge, like, bing, like sound that like went around. Cause we'd be like, you know, with the eagles and we'd run out and yeah. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Uh, do you have any nicknames? T cats, T kitty, T K, T dog, uh, shorty pants. <laughs> short pants I like that one uh what's your favorite sport to watch soccer what league uh that's a hard one probably like the pro league okay I got my Liverpool jersey on right now they're playing Uh (laughs) yeah uh okay morning person or night person night what's the most boring thing about you I love this question because it makes everybody be like, well, I'm interested. <laughs> That's so but, funny. But then when you get asked in class, what's an interesting fact about you? You're like, I have nothing. I'm not. Oh, oh man. I guess, like, could you say, I feel like, well, what actually, like, what overwhelmed me was like, I could say anything. Like, I live, <laughs> I have siblings, like, I, I eat breakfast, like, <laughs> I eat um, breakfast. That's great. Okay, let's do that. Sure. <laughs> Favorite food? Candy. Any type? Oh, anything sour. Sour Patch Kids, sour Skittles, sour Punch Straws, sour. Just sour. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right, now stay with me on this one because it's kind of bizarre. Kay. Do you play golf? Um, I have tried a little bit. Okay. Do you like it? I I absolutely hate it, like with a burning passion. Okay, any reason why? I think it is so boring. And when you hit it and you don't hit it right, I mean, you're screwed. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I look at a golf course and I see where I could put jumps for me and my horse. <laughs> it, makes my sister, it makes my sister so mad. So I'll be like, oh, that's a perfect place for this. And she'll be like, you'll mess up the green. And it's like, okay, well, I don't care about the condition of the green. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> um, okay, final question. Who else should I try to get on? Like get on the podcast. Give me any sport, any school or not at a school. But like kind of reasonable expectations. I, I have to think for a second. I guess my mind's like soccer right now. So you can be a soccer player. I don't know. The only people I can think about are my sisters, but that's just me. Well, so there we go. You got to come back for a follow up episode with your sisters. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I think I told them about it. And Brenna's the one that's like a lot more eager about these types of things. And she was like, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll make it happen. Yay. We'll make it happen. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. This was fun. I'm glad that everybody now knows that you can make an eagle call. <laughs> Um, and that you eat breakfast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> so we will, we'll talk about, uh, when we can get you and your sisters back on, but this was fun. Thanks. It was really fun. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs>